Welcome to the Rebel Femme Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Bolton. Get ready as we unapologetically riff on all things wealth, business, leadership, and human design to help you get out of your own fucking way in your life and business. Okay. Yep, we're live. Awesome. All right. So welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Femme Podcast. And she just joined today. I'm joined by a beautiful soul, um, Ms. Ms. Carrie Kugler. So thank you so much for joining us on the show and being here with me today. And like I just told you, I have your chart in front of me and I came up with a bunch of questions. I have so many burning questions for you. Amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I've never done a podcast interview where the 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 woman interviewing me has my chart pulled up. This is so Ooh. fun. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I'll, I have some just, you know, kind of basic questions, but, um, you know, and then we'll kind of get into like your chart and, um, I'm just, I, I'm like a kid in a candy store. Like I, I should probably close my phone before I, you know, get distracted by that. So, um, can you introduce yourself and share a bit about your journey? Um, and even into, you know, your business mentoring, um, even how you, t- I know it's probably a loaded question, but even how you tie in your human design with that. Mm, yes, that's, mm, where do I want to start with that? So I'll, I guess I'll first just tell you a little bit about who I am. And this is something that I will often say when I get asked this question, if you catch me, like, it depends on what day you catch me, I'm going to tell you a little bit different. Like, I don't, like to be boxed into like, I'm this and I'm this and I'm this because on each day, depending on where I'm at, like I'm, I'm inconsistent in human design. So that's just how I live and and breathe and move. But what I will say is the heart and soul of not just the work that I do with my clients and in my business, but the heart and soul of me and, and the reason I'm here, the thing that I'm so passionate about is helping women step deeper into their self-leadership and into their alignment. Um, and, And I have found that when we do this, when we're stepping into our leadership, when we're learning what that looks like for us, when we start to understand what alignment can look and feel like, that's when we are able to go out into the world and share our gifts and create impact and change and transformation. And that doesn't even necessarily mean that you have an online business where you're sharing your gifts, but how are you impacting? How are you showing up to your life to the moments where you're on screen and everyone's watching and to the little mundane everyday moments with your children, with your partner, with your friends, So leadership is so, so huge in my work. It's also the thing that has has completely transformed me from the inside out as well. So I help women to do all of that, like the internal work, and then I also help them within their businesses as well. I work with a lot of leaders, coaches, healers, and guides, and we really drop in and, and, and look at how they can impact more people and, and build their business and, and, and everything from the ground up. 
that's what I do in a nutshell. Um, oh my goodness. And, and how I have woven my human design in. Oh my goodness. I, I feel guess. like I know the answer to this, but I'm just like, like I can see it kind of, especially uh-huh. just hearing you talk, but I'm just like, no, no, no I gotta let you say. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. I sit here and I talk about leadership and empowerment and alignment and, you know, embodiment's another thing, right? All of those things to me, they're, they're woven, interwoven. But when you were to look, excuse me, if you were to look back at my life, specifically before I turned 30, my life was void of any of that. I would, I didn't even know the definition of personal power, truly like no BS and where I came from, like none of what I'm living, who I am was in the cards for me. And that's another piece of my work is that I help women who have had a past, who have really gone through the thick of their stuff, right? They've overcome so much. And so the biggest piece that human design um, has really shown me is that everything on my path was so on purpose. The moments where I messed up, where I was holding shame, where I thought I was, you know, a failure and, and whatever else, I was shown that everything, the high and the low, was here to build me and shape me into the woman that I am. So human design, among so many other things, has taught me that you know, it's through your pain, through your challenges, that's where your growth is. And that's where I've learned that my, my impact lies is not looking at my past in disgust or again, shame, but being like, no, this is the portal. This is the way through. Oh, that resonates so much on, on two different levels. You know, one like human design, I see you as, you know, the first as a six, for instance, they talk about um, the first 30 years of your life, you're going to operate as a three, right? And so it's going to be this very like trial and error period. And then around kind of 30, maybe 27 to 30, it's like you hit this point where the, the first part of your life is almost like you're now you're sitting on a roof and you're looking at everything from those, you know, 30 years prior and you learn so much wisdom. And then that's kind of how you step into yourself as a six, you know, but then at another point too, it's like, I have the same kind of, um, story. Like I had this, um, massive healing around mindset and money. Um, and I didn't feel like I was, you know, I felt like I could never get out of this pattern, you know, that my parents were living. Um, and it took a point probably until I was 26. I don't know. Even, even though I separated myself and I was trying to not let them trigger me, I came to a point where it's like, I know that, you know, I'm going to have to face something inward and, you know, start shifting my mindset or, or just figure out something that's going on. You know, why are we in these cycles? And, you know, that's how I got into the subconscious mind work was because I realized, um, you know, all these stories that I had absorbed from my parents and they had absorbed from their parents. And I traced it back kind of through our lineage from my great grandparents, you know, emigrating into this country. Um, and I realized how powerful that was. And it, it didn't seem like something that would have such massive impact on your life. But I realized subconsciously in how I 
truly was thinking behind the scenes. It was impacting every decision in my life. And it's still, you know, impacting them a lot more because, you know, they didn't do the aggressive work that I did. And so I had this true, you know, moment where it's like, I, I don't know if I'm the person to talk about this, this work, you know, subconscious work or, or the, the money, the energetics, but it's like, here's what I did to help myself. And here's the framework I took myself through. And it transformed my life in a way that I couldn't have imagined, you know, and it, it's like lead that whole self leadership thing, that part that you mentioned about, you know, fifth lines and sixth lines and human design are, are such leaders. It's the, the leadership and the role model um you know they blend together so well there's that intertwining of self-leadership and it's so interesting to see in different ways but you know so many different women resonate for different reasons with that journey Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's um it's something that i've been just connecting to is that it so much of it you know I, i i always looked at my life for for years as I'm the victim mm-hmm. in this story. I'm the victim in my life. I'm powerless over this. And, you know, you're talking about your lineage and, and, and your grandparents and your mother. And that's what I grew up seeing. I did not grow up seeing a woman in her power. There was none of that. It was actually quite the opposite, right? So of course, because I saw that, that was in the first seven years, right? All the subconscious, that that's when it's formed. I I soaked all that up like a sponge. And so those disempowered patterns started to show up everywhere. And how we do one thing is how we do almost everything, right? And so those disempowered patterns were in my relationship, obviously with money, like, oh my gosh. And, you know, I I was being mirrored back all of these situations where there was a lack of, of power. And I would think like, again, I'm the victim here. I'm, you know, this is happening to me. And something that has really just transformed that narrative is like, no, I, we aren't the victim, right? We're like, I'm the heroine of my story. This isn't happening to me. This is happening for me. And I don't say that as just like, you know, flat, fluffy sort of personal development to like advice. Like it's, it's all for you because it, it really does take like that's leadership right there. Mm-hmm. When you can look at the things in your life that you're unhappy with that are causing you struggle and pain and look and see like what, like where can I get in and take some ownership and responsibility? What if I stopped looking at this pattern, this situation, not as this is happening because I'm not worthy and, and, and because I don't have what it takes, but what if this was the thing to strengthen me from, for where I'm meant to go? What if instead of ignoring this and continuing the pattern, this was a part of that heroin journey where I finally get to step in and claim that power? Oh, I love that. And it's so true. Like the way that I've seen it equally like that is, is that, you know, I, I stopped looking at it as life is happening to me. And, and I remember it being as a kid, you know, I, I always chased money and I was always trying to get, you know, somewhere. And I always believed that I could change by getting a better job, you know, just changing circumstances. And then I hit that point where I realized that everything else isn't working. And I've clearly done 
a ton of things at this point, you know, up-leveled in jobs, done trainings, you know, and I, what really set me off on a journey was um, this, I had gotten this job. And, and when I, when I say the term like quantum leap, I just mean like, an, you know, I know there's some like kind of vagueness to it, but truly it felt like for me, it was uplifting from this current place, this pattern that I was in this cycle and putting me on a whole other journey. Like that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, it was like a, a job that gave me $10 more an hour. And I thought that that would finally solve my problems. And I realized that everywhere in my life, I was seeking power elsewhere other than from my own self and from within. And then, you know, when I hit my lowest point, I decided I'm going to flip things and do a 180. And so I'm going to start pulling power from within myself. And this is back before I even kind of like no one around me was kind of spiritual or into, you know, astrology, things like that. Um, I had to just kind of claim that ownership of it. And it's like, this is what I believe in. And I truly believe in cultivating that inner power and, you know, stepping into the woman I want to be. And I just started little bits and pieces from there. And just, you know, it doesn't have to happen overnight, kind of like taking back your power and claiming it. It's very much kind of a gradual and, and a, I, I want to say that like a lifestyle change, you know, because it, it's who you are, you're building it into your routine, you know, the the self care and kind of being not selfish about it, but it's like, this is what I need, you know, and that kind of is how it all starts is, is just piece by piece and slowly until you feel that, that power. And you're like, wow, you know, I, I really, it's so different from back then. And back then you struggled for clarity and you know, what was going on It's it's so crazy. Mm, I love how you connected just power, personal power to a lifestyle choice. Because, you know, when we hear personal power, we often think of, oh, you know, we're on this mountaintop and like, we're claiming this thing and it's so beautiful. And there's, you know, the heavens part and, you know, display, you know, right, right. And yes, that's true the heavens, like the universe, a world will literally open up for you from your decision alone. Mm -hmm. And it's who you choose to be in the ground level moments, right? Not just what you choose to say online. It's beautiful and you're doing a fantastic job, but who are you when you're triggered? Who are you when you want to react? Who are you behind the scenes? Who are you, again, with your family, with your with your children, right? It's looking at those teeny tiny moments that we often think, eh, that doesn't matter. The moments where we're often on autopilot, where we're like, oh, this is just how I've always been. To me, I believe that's the greatest source of, of or that's that's one of the most powerful ways we can go in and reclaim that. It's like, this is how I've always done it. And I know it's not serving me any longer. And so I'm going to choose just this one little micro shift. Instead of reacting, I'm going to take a couple of breaths. I'm going to let my shoulders drop down. I'm going to take my chin up and I'm going to respond a little bit different. Like it, it truly can be in those teeny tiny little moments because those moments compound. And like you said, so beautifully, it's a lifestyle inner shift. Yeah. And I love that, like what you talk about too, and this is where my brain goes from like logic to like something like human design and I bounce back and forth is, is um, say for instance, knowing that I 
my, so as a manifester, my, you know, not self is, is anger. Right. Um, and so I realized rather than using that or, or feeling guilty about that, you know, feeling like, okay, well, I get, I get upset about these certain things. Like I started to understand where that comes from and, and knowing that I made a, a choice or a decision, you know, even a couple months ago, that's affecting me now that wasn't um, true to myself or I was, you know, I have an open um, solar plexus. So I was say avoiding confrontation with someone and I just wanted to, you know, people please, and I didn't want to ruffle feathers And so I started looking at it through that lens of how can I be aware of when this feeling comes up for me and how can I um, use it to guide me rather than, because I feel like in human design, when they, when they talk about the not self theme, it's almost like, and I don't know, this is the feeling that I got about it was I felt ashamed that mine is anger. Like I am just going to go off and, you know, do things that I will regret, but it, it really wasn't that for me. It was more so just kind of a a come and go irritation. And so I was like, okay, well, how can I, like you said, kind of drop in and say something different or think about something before I go and do it. Um, But also what's that impact and have in others, you know, using that informing. So really becoming aware of that was so key for me because I started to use it for decision-making. It's like, okay, I'm, this feeling is building inside of me. Why? And I would think back, what did I, what did I do that wasn't in like true, you know, in, in my own power and I was giving it away somewhere, you know, where was it leaking, things like that. And it was kind of, it almost happens without, I don't know, with almost like it's effortless for you. It's like, it just becomes an, an awareness tool for you. And part of the whole process, we're making decisions and it's like, okay, I understand now. And now I can lead myself every day differently. And I know that, you know, this is where I'm leaking energy, for instance, or I'm dropping back down and I need to keep building myself back up. And so it's, it's this thing that compounds, but that's kind of how I've tied in human design with it. I don't know if you've had a personal, like that experience too with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so big that you were able to do that, to use it as a guide. Um, and, and I personally haven't had a whole lot of shame around like, oh, frustration is my not self. I did before I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, one of my mentors in human design, which I'm sure you're familiar with, Jenna Zoe. Yeah. You know, she always yep. talks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's she's incredible. Um, and she always has talked about the not self theme in such an empowered way. So it, it does. It's when we start to learn like, Oh, you know, these feelings that, that come up, it's not that, you know, I'm, I'm bad or wrong. It doesn't mean any of the narratives that we want to attach to it, but it's just as simple as like, this is the universe redirecting me and Mm -hmm. telling me that I'm not doing things that are in alignment with the way I'm meant to do them, or I'm on a path where the universe is just like, Hey, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to show you. And this is the signpost that I'm giving you. Nothing's wrong with you, but it's, it's almost, and we can really just, again, kind of bridging the, the, the spiritual with, with the logic. It's just looking at it as feedback, right? Feedback. That's it. Um, and, and when we're aware of it and, you know, we can 
separate ourselves from the emotion, whether it's frustration or anger or bitterness, mm. we can we can then use it as a guide, right? Instead of letting it take us and, and continue the pattern, it's like, oh, this is that thing again. Okay, cool. Let me shift. Let me move differently. Let me choose differently. Like you were saying, let me maybe take some, in, some inventory and see, you know, all right, you know, like... What have I had I been doing? How have I been moving that's maybe put me in a place where I'm just feeling a little stuck and stagnant? I love that. Um, and what comes to mind for me to to ask you, I'm kind of even skipping over my own questions now, but is how has that helped you especially guide clients in, you know, I guess understanding their power, kind of finding it and and getting that message across that it's inside you this whole time. You just don't know. Um, you know, maybe you're, it's one of those subconscious or unconscious things that we kind of don't realize. And it's like, no, we always think that there's an external, you know, it's like, I'll find it once I get here, or I'll find it once I, you know, have a certification, and then I'll feel like enough. Um, And, you know, really that heart centered, um, you know, I'm just imagining you working through with a client. And it's like, you know, coming back to yourself and, um, the woman that you're meant to be, you know, how does that kind of look for you to, to help a woman reclaim that? Mm. It's, it's so different depending on, on the client, depending on her design, depending on, you know, her unique story and, and what she's been through, what she wants. But it's, I mean, so much of it is, is really just a series of, and kind of like you said, just continuing to come back, continuing to come back to what it is <clears throat> that they truly want, who it is that they desire to become, and really just looking at kind of talking about feedback again, like just looking at their life as feedback. And if I were to, you know, how do I, how do I guide them back? Because again, it it truly is. It's so individual, Yeah. but it's a lot of, a lot of, you know, what, what really, really helps is, is taking them back to their own unique journey and allowing them to see that you chose this path for a reason you chose to be the cycle breaker in your family, not to continue to struggle, not to sit in doubt, not to think about starting the business, but then just take master courses here and there and never actually make the move, right? You're yeah. not meant, right? You weren't led to this path to start the business and then to fail and say, oh, I just surrender because it's too hard. You're here for a reason. And how easy is it to get caught up, especially as, you know, women online, women who are building businesses and and trying to impact and and build something substantial online. How easy can we get disconnected from that, that reason why we chose this in the first place in the sea of everybody doing better than we are and fancy Instagram feeds and, and, and luxury lifestyle influencer kind of vibes. We get like, that is a one way ticket to get disconnected from our power and forget and look at everybody else's success and think I should be there. I should be doing it like that. And it's, it's reminding them of like, come back to that 
hunger, that thirst, that desire for why you chose to step onto this journey in the first place, right? That reasoning, that why that you, you've always known you've been the quote unquote black sheep, right? Why you chose to, why you shook as many of us were, right? Why you chose to leave your nine to five, like come back to that. That is literally here for a reason, right? And that's that kind of reminder that it's like, it, it plugs them back into that, that divinity, right? Mm -hmm. Their power center. And then from there, that's when we kind of get a little bit tangible, like tangible, right? Like grounded. Okay. Now what do we need to do next? And sometimes that looks like, you know, are you, are you showing up and doing things day to day that you're, you've grown out of? Are you doing the, are you taking those action steps in your business? Because, you know, your last mentor told you this is how you create success, but it's nowhere near in alignment with you, right? So then it's just getting in there and tweaking and experimenting, right? Human design, it's the human design experiment. Yeah. Right? It's just getting in there and and then they start to witness and gain evidence of, oh, when I continue to plug back into that place, into my power center and make decisions from that place, we start to build up this bank of evidence that's like, oh, I do have it in me. I, 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 I am that powerful. I do have what it takes. And then it's just so much momentum gets built up and then whew, sky's the limit. Oh, I, I love that. So like, especially I was laughing about the black sheep part because, you know, for so long, I, I that's truly how I felt too. And it's like, I didn't understand, um, you know, I was coming up on that 27 year mark and I, you know, and now I know astrology wise too, like the shifts and kind of the cycles and, you know, how we come into kind of what we're meant to do. But like you said, having that, um, wanting to break cycles, um, you know, especially lineage cycles, for instance. And that, that hit home so much for me because I remember sitting um, and just feeling like, okay, if anyone's going to do this, then it's going to be me because I'm a hard head and I'm persistent, you know, and it's like, I'm not going to give up on this one way or another. And I remember my partner telling me, he goes, I know that you'll make, that you'll do this whole business thing, you know, that you'll, um, you know, you'll see it through you know, and it won't just be stuck in a notebook for years mm -hmm. um, because you're so persistent and, you know, you're so, um, and that was really what it was for me was just that connection to like remembering how I felt as a kid and wondering why I couldn't change my circumstances. Granted, I was like 15 too, but it was like, I, I just, I wanted off the hamster wheel. I wanted off this repeating cycle. And it's like, why can't I break this? You know? And of course, like I said, I was 15, you know, at that point, um, but, and even at a younger age, I had seen it happening, just continuous hamster wheeling. And I was like, I, I just want off this ride. You know, I just, I want to change and I want to feel in control of my mind, my body, how I show up every day. And I'm like, I just, you know, I, and I, I think too, after what you said, what I wanted to hit on is that for women, as we grow and evolve, letting go of even an identity that was a year ago, you know, maybe you've done so much inner work that you're like, you know, I barely recognize that version of myself anymore. And for me, it was 
that was tying me down at one point and I had to realize it's okay to let go of even versions of myself that I was a year ago. You know, it's like, I'm doing so much kind of like glow up, you know, for a lot of people. Um, but I was making different lifestyle habit changes every day. I was showing up differently for myself and, you know, taking so many trainings and I was investing in myself so much and so aggressively. It's like, I truly believed in changing myself to then help change my family. And so that was part of, you know, what I had to really give myself that permission that it's, it's okay to change, you know, and I was so afraid of losing people around me that I would become different or that they, you know, we wouldn't um, relate anymore, you know, and, and all of those fears that come up for you and just dropping back into who you are and what is that driving passion in you. And it's like, you know, especially as left angles, cause you are too, I believe, you know, having this um, driving purpose in you that's transpersonal, wanting to make an impact. And that I believe every single day is going to, you know, take you throughout your entire life, keeping that with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's so much in that. And, and I think you really speak to what so many women on this kind of journey feel. It's that desire for growth and change and evolution. And, at, at beginning phases, we don't even know what the desire is. We're just like, I know this isn't it. <laughs> I don't know what the heck is happening, but this isn't doing it for me anymore, right? And so again, it, it's it, it's that desire, but then there's so much fear of what's on the other side of that desire. What are they going to think about me? Am I going to outgrow? And something that has really helped me is, understanding and and like connecting the truth that as women it's our birthright to continually re to like reinvent ourselves yeah and to and to re be reborn if you think about a woman's body she does that every month right our bodies do it for, do that for us every month constantly shedding and then renewal shedding and renewal light and dark, light and dark. That's who we are at our core. And so a lot of the times, take human design off the table. Yeah. A lot of the reason when I, you know, will start to work with a client and she'll come in and, you know, things in her life, a lot of times in her career, in her business, it's stuck and stale and stagnant is because she's not giving herself permission to be reborn and to reinvent herself. And to even understand that, like, that's who she's here to be. We're not meant to stay in these cycles, especially to repeat cycles that we've long outgrown, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just looking at that as, like, change is my birthright. It's what I'm here to do, to constantly evolve. Now, there's a lot of power and beauty and impact and transformation in that. And there's duality in all things, Right. So with all of that light and that beauty and that, that empowerment, it's going to have its shadow side, right? Having to say goodbye to certain relationships, grieving who we used to be, letting go of certain choices and, and careers and, and ways of being, right? There, there's, it brings up everything, right? But when 
we learn to, to stop resisting it and see it as just such a source of our power and something we're here to do, it starts to make it not as scary and overwhelming. Yeah. And I, I love what you said too about like the shadow side. And I, and I keep thinking about this. This is something that keeps coming up for me um, throughout today is, you know, this, and you, you, I don't know, textbook is probably dark femme, you know, dark feminine energy. Um, but it was something that seemed so taboo and just like a, a stigma around it. And it's like hiding these parts of yourself that, um, you know, you're, you know, maybe you're abrasive, you know, or you, um, are really headstrong and, or maybe you're, you're very emotional, you know, and it's just like trying to hide that from the world. And it's like, you know, deep down I'm, I'm doing these things every day, but I would really just rather, you know, sit under a blanket, you know, in a corner in a dark room and, you know, um, and it, and, you know, it's been so much too. And, and I'm, I'm just thinking of the conversation I had the other day, coaching someone through this was like, you're even just astrology wise, not even human design, but I truly believe that, you know, these things are all, these pieces are all part of you and you shouldn't hide them at all because they're, the more you want to try to hide them, the more they're going to, they're going to want to come up you know, in bubble to the surface and you'll be like, oh, but I can't show this part to the world. And like, you know, I'll be judged for this. And, um, you know, especially online, you know, there's, there's millions of people and it's like, someone will make fun of me, but it's like, what I kept coming back to is this is who you are and you shouldn't feel like you have to apologize for being that part of you. Like that part is natural for you. And people are going to resonate with that. People are going to find you know, power from listening to you talk about that, that you were so ashamed and, you know, you're, you're stepping into that power and, you know, building that even into your business as like a piece of content, you know, kind of making the impact from that. And it's so fascinating to, to look at all these pieces and to be reminded how complex we are and how many layers there is to dive through, um, you know, and self development, um, healing is not just this, you know, kind of like, you know, putting Neosporin on a wound and then it heals. It, it, it's just, it's this ever long journey throughout our entire lives, but it truly gets to be so beautiful. And it's not the scary thing either, like facing these and looking, facing these parts of yourself and in diving deep doesn't have to feel scary or overwhelming or, you know, it's, it's actually beautiful to see the woman that you get to become from it. Like this right here is my jam. All right. So I, I want to really, I'm so happy that you brought this up. I, I, I just, I want to go there for a second because we do like, we hold so much shame around so just so many layers and and pieces about ourselves especially as women and you know the personal spiritual development world not everything but a lot of it can sort of glamorize or put on a pedestal you know the shiny kind of moments just think happy thoughts and manifest your life and just right think about this good stuff and you can never have a bad thought and it's like, yeah, but that's, that's just one. Well, and it's just, it's one way to look at things, right? Yeah. When I think, and I will be, I'm going to get like real with you for a second. When I think 
dark feminine, I think, oof, the dark feminine is sexy. Yeah. Like, I want to show you. I have legit right now, I'm showing you, I have three broken nails. Yeah. Okay. Because I allowed myself this morning to do a practice I call it's thrashing. Okay. So mm -hmm. when I have so much emotion coming through, whether it's anger or frustration, I, I let myself just go there and I punch pillows and I turn on rage against the machine and I jump and I dance and I just literally thrash my body. I let myself cry and grieve and get so ugly and messy, right? Because this is just as much a part of your light as the on top of the mountain, shiny, glittery, whatever kind of moments that we're trying to get to, mm -hmm. right? Like the, the dark, the murk, the muck, the shadow is us. Like it's truly a source of our power and we avoid, we suppress. We don't want to show this side of ourselves on social media. And I like, oh my God, can we just normalize it too? It's scary as hell. If I were to think about even a year ago, telling this story about me thrashing around in my living room and punching pillows and breaking three nails, I'd be like, oh, no, never. That's not on brand. But yeah. we like, we get to be a, a, a voice for women who just like, like we, we're the ones who get to pave the way and, and give so many other women permission, like feel what, what's there, let it come through. No emotion, no, nothing is wrong. And when we give ourselves these, this, these spaces to thrash and, and let go and cry and sob, it empties out the vessel so that when we get triggered by a partner or when we get triggered, triggered in our business, we can hold that space, mm. right? There's not all of that stuff built up right? Your, your cup's not going to spill over all that toxic venom because you've done the work and you've released, right? And you've looked at that, at, at that as a source of your power, not to mention is making all sides of you, the dark feminine, the light feminine and everything in between. Like it's all here. It's all needed. It's all a part of you. And when we stop to sh stop shaming it and piece by piece, just start to move into it, give ourselves permission to, to bring light to the things that we've held so much shame. There's a liberation in that that's unlike any number you'll hit in your business, any milestone that you will ever hit. I promise you that. I, I, I know I keep saying I love that, but like truly that resonates so much. And I'm going to share why right now. I remember and this is kind of to give women so much um, permission to just look, build that into, you know, their day, however they need to. But one of the things that I realized was throughout my journey, I had not processed emotions for like 10 years. Yeah. And so I totally resonate with what you're saying. And the the, the breakdowns that I had, you know, by myself, just letting tears go, like there was no tomorrow, like I'm not an emotional person by any mean, you know, I'm splenic. I don't, I'm very level with emotions. 
but I gave myself just so much permission to, you know, even like my grandmother's death, for instance, like I held on to the emotion of that and I didn't process it for 10 years. And I realized, you know, like all of that I had stored in my body and I realized how much that was damaging me by trying to, you know, like hold it together or, you know, look like I wasn't, um, you know, going to cry, you know, when someone said something. And I realized that it was, it was affecting also my relationship and, like you said, spilling over into other conversations. And I gave myself that permission. And I hope every woman does this truthfully because you need to at some point, um, is to let that emotion go from you that you're holding in because you're not doing anyone favor by holding it in and trying to look strong, you know? And it's like, I don't want to show weakness, for instance. It's like, you are going to be more of a leader and more of a, a solid foundation internally if you can recognize and communicate, you know, this is how I'm feeling, or I just need some time to myself to, you know, go in another room and process how I'm feeling and come back to that um, kind of level ground where then you're, you're there, you're fully present for, you know, your husband, your kids, you know, as a daughter, you know, as a, a boyfriend, a wife. And there's nothing, there's no shame in that. That actually gives you so much more power. And like, I hope that, you know, every woman seriously takes that um, and, and runs with it. And it's like that, like you said, with the thrashing, there, there's nothing wrong with that. However you choose to process emotions is, is right for you. And, you know, however you get to kind of empty out what's not yours to hold. And there's so much value mm-hmm. in that. Yes. What's not yours to hold. That's a perfect way to put it. And I too, I'm non-emotional. So I'm naturally, I'm grounded and and calm and collected. And I've got to do my work behind the scenes. Um, and it's just, it is, it, it's, it's, and, and it, here's the thing too. I know that if we've been so used to suppressing our emotions and if you hear me talking about, you know, sobbing in my living room and punching pillows and, you know, all of that, and you're like, whoa, that's a lot. One, I see you and I get it. And that doesn't, you don't have to go to zero to 60 overnight, right? You can move into this slowly, even if it's just as simple as, you know, noticing that when things get a little like heated and you start to notice your body react instead of scrolling on your phone or going to that default, can you just open up a journal and write down how you're feeling, right? It, it, it can look like that. So let yourself take little teeny bite-sized steps. I, I wasn't doing that when I started my journey. So nothing is wrong. Like we all, we all have our own starting point with this thing. But what I will say, and and I, Lisa, I'm confident that you um, will agree with me here, is that like I don't know if there's another thing it, within this context of, you know, learning to feel safe with our emotions, learning that that our emotions and our and our shadowy side is also power, is having another woman mirror that back to you. 
like that, that's one of the reasons, especially in my work, like, yes, we're going to build the business and we're going to scale it and we're going to get clear and we're going to package it up with a bow and all of the beautiful things. And I'm going to witness you, even when you're having the moments where you're on your knees and you, you don't know what to do, I'm still going to witness you in pure power and potential. And when you step into another space with a leader, a coach, a mentor like that, and all she sees is your power, there's there and, and, and there's no room for anything to hide, right? There's, there's a reckoning that happens and like a, oh my God, I just went there and told this other woman something that I've never told anybody before. And yet she's still looking at me with these piercing eyes and still sees my power and can still hold my vision while I'm in the throes of it, Whew. being witnessed by another woman in that capacity. That's life-changing. It's, it's life. That right there is like, that's just life force energy right there. I love, and you know what too is I love, and I'm very, I don't know. I think I sought validation from my chart very early on because I had worked with coaches in a, in a different capacity, but you know, very early on in the journey, it was like, I felt like I came from such a deep place of, you know, sourcing my energy externally, like I mentioned. So it's, I have always sourced my energy from my, from my chart. Um, and it's funny cause like, that's where I source most of my power from. And it's, it's not just limited to my chart, but it's been very, um, it's helped me get out of people pleasing and recognize so much about myself, but, you know, being able to hold all of my emotions and, you know, seeing my strengths, my weaknesses, and not even thinking of them as weaknesses, but just, you know, where someone else has a, that as a strength and learning how to, to navigate that. And while also doing my own healing was so liberating. Like I, I meant to touch back on that word of the liberation, because that is really where I feel like the shift happened for me. And what I've seen with so many other women that I've worked with is that the, when you can process that and you, you truly feel it like deep in your body, this shift in, in kind of your consciousness. And um, I would always remember taking a nap after I would process emotions. And then I wake up feeling like a different person, mm. you know, and I feel like I've stepped on a different timeline, like, okay, we're getting somewhere, you know, and it almost became a game for me. Where it was like, all right, I am no longer ashamed of this. This is part of my journey, you know? And so I just, I, I had wanted to touch back on that too. It's just, you know, not being shameful of that in any single way. Um, you know, and it's like, you don't have to hide any version of yourself. Um, and it's funny too, because I built this into my branding kind of was that dark femme vibe because I just, I love the moodiness. I love the, the edgy and I love like some of the black themes and the dark, the grays, because it takes you to a different place. It reminds me of, um, like black and white photography very much. So where it's like these, these timeless photos and, you know, this, this edgy kind of, you know, letting yourself out as a woman and experiencing, you know, accessing deeper levels of yourself and getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. It's, it's to me too. It's like when I said like the dark 
feminine is sexy. It's that primal thing that's just like, (laughs) so it's, it's no coincidence that, you know, you and I have linked up because I too really, I'm trusting all, I'm all about the light and, you know, all of that, but I just have a, a, and it's all over my chart, right? I just, that deep, dark, that depth, it's, it's everything. (laughs) And I don't want to, you know, get too far down in our conversation that I don't even get to go over your chart. But one of the things that I find so fascinating within human design, and I have to tell you this, is that um, I always see, at least for me, where, you know, women that I have conversations with, um, and we really flow and kind of connect with one another is that in some areas of the chart, we are, you know, filling out the body graph together. So, you know, I'm looking at your chart. So you're almost a quad right, except for Mm -hmm. your bottom left. So I'm a full quad left. But as far as filling out the body chart, you know, I have a defined throat, I have a defined head center, I have a defined Ajna, and I have the defined heart. So the 4521, the money channel, I know you have gate 21. So I have the full channel. And then the entire circuit from um, 16 to 48, you know, through the root center, I have that as well. That's one of my really distinct channels in my chart. Um, And you fill in, you know, if you think of two people coming together and filling out a body graph, you know, I have the undefined sacral and the undefined G center, which you have defined in your chart. So what we do share is, you know, the defined spleen root and also the open solar plexus center. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so fascinating to me always that, you know, even, even in family, um, you know, I had looked up my grandmother's chart, for instance, um, and her two centers that she had defined were the ones that I was missing. And she, or she had two or three defined, but the rest of her chart was open. And it was so interesting too, even with my mother-in-law that, you know, these two people come together and you you match each other so well. Mm -hmm. And just talking about kind of like what the universe has in store for you and, you know, this plan that you can't explain. These are always things that I, I love looking at charts and seeing how people come together and, you know, kind of click and, and the, the circuitry matches up. And it's always just this eerie thing for me. Um, I don't know if you've had an experience like that too. What I typically see is the, I, I definitely see similarities. And I guess the only thing that, that, or the thing that's coming to my mind is seeing the similarities and, but, and the differences, but that have meaning in my clients. I always attract projectors because the projector and the generator, they feed off of each other and then definitely generators and manifesting generators. And it's, it's, again, it's like, there are so many things about us that is either our chart, like the body graph is flipped kind of how, you know, like I, which it's very rare. I have a completely open throat. Yeah. Um, And so I'll see that my client, you know, has a defined throat. So it's just like, oh, okay, I'm meant to get this energy from them. They're meant to get this energy from me and vice versa. So I guess really is, is just kind of seeing the perfection in, 
you know, how the universe syncs us up and, you know, it's, it's like we, we, we feed off of each other almost. And it's this divine connection solely based on our chart. And, and sometimes it's like a really good thing. It's like, oh, this makes so much sense. And I've also noticed that, um, so I have, uh, one of my, my main like gifts is to provoke, right? Provoking, but with consciousness and what, like what, you know, a, a coach does, right. Or a mentor, it's, they shine a light on the things that are outgrown, that are outdated, that need to be provoked so that, right. We can like outdo it. So we can let it go. So we can bring light to the darkness. And, um, sometimes that's a little bit confronting to my clients, but again, like doing it with love and higher consciousness, it, but it is, it's, it's always just so interesting to see that divine connection. Um, it's so, oh, where is it? I was looking up your incarnation cross before we hopped on and that was, I see that in, oh yeah, no, it is 39. Okay. Um, that's part of your incarnation cross. Mm-hmm. So I just, I found that so interesting that, you know, to be the one to question established norms or to, to even challenge to women of, you know, this is how you were doing it previously and it's not working like you said. And I love that. And and it's like, yeah, it's not to like really ruffle feathers, but it's true. Like that's, that's a huge strength that you have. And especially with, you know, helping women build, you know, these, these businesses and come into it from such a, a deep place of alignment um, and it really is something that, you know, shouldn't be, um, I know there's, uh, there's a lot of kind of weird stuff about people who ruffle feathers and, you know, kind of, um, provoke, you know, and it, and it's not in, I'm thinking in my head, like triggering content, for instance, it's, it's like, it's, I love to kind of think of it in a way of, it's not to trigger you in a bad way. It's to trigger you in a, in a sense that makes you think about, kind of the cycle that you're in and starts getting you thinking, you know, and it's so it's like, I'm trying to help you not trigger you um, and make you go into a spiral for three weeks because you read something online from, from a coach that you were, um, you know, reading their content. It's, it's meant to truly help you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, it's all about the intention and the consciousness behind it, because there are posts out there that are very fear ridden um, that, you know, there, there, there's some shadowy kind of stuff where you read it. You're like, Oh, like this, this makes me feel shame. Yeah. Content shouldn't be like that, <laughs> like, that it, it, it shouldn't be that way. Right. And so I, I find just, again, when you do it with love, when you do it with a higher intention, that's when it comes across in a way that's like, Oh, that's a little, Ooh, that kind of stings. I've never thought about it that way, but you know what? It empowers me to do something about it. I can see another window where I can choose something different and I can take action in my life instead of like, Oh my God, I'm this kind of person. My life's never going to work out unless I give this coach (laughs) $80,000. It's like, right. No, I love it. Um, there was something else too. I wanted to pluck from your chart. Um, I know I was going to ask you about your, your branding and, and kind of, I went to your website too. And I feel like that, that gate 39 really screams through on your website too. 
Um, and the reason I ask this is because I went through this process where I was looking for validation from my chart for my branding, because I wanted to make sure that everything that I had thought about and that I wanted to teach and talk about really came from me and not regurgitated online or, you know, I just picked up somewhere. Um, but I want to know too, for you, if, if you had used your human design in any way for, for your branding or to kind of, you know, with your messaging or content pillars for your clients. Mm-hmm. Not consciously. No, but well, here's the thing. I followed what make what made me feel lit up. Um, you did I it with also, your strategy. I did. I I did it. I did it from my from my gut. You know, from yeah, from my authority. And um, you know, when I like when we kind of go in the astrology, kind of like I'm a a, a Leo rising, Aries sun, Scorpio moon. Oh, I, yeah intense so I like beauty and pleasure and like all of that is so tied into you know just the the fabric of 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 me and and things that make me come alive so without really knowing I just followed that um and you know for like something that I've learned about being a generator is really looking at life as a buffet and looking at, Ooh, I like this. Ooh, Ooh, right. What gives me that kind of, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I would look at other examples of what I really liked. I would look at colors that made me feel good, not to copy, right. But just to get an idea of like, Ooh, yes, 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 yes. That turns me on. That lights me up. Now, how can I make this my own? How can I pull that, you know, kind of provoking kind of thing into this, you know, beautiful website. I love that. And what you talked about your, your big three. So I'm an Aries sun, Leo moon, Sagittarius rising. Oh, wow. So when you, when you talked about that, I'm like, oh, that resonates so much. And I feel like too, the Aries has this, you know, like the, the dark play side to it, yeah. um, which is, you know, it kind of, you know, I feel like that sign gets a bad rap. But truly, I feel like it's a, you know, especially going back to the dark femme thing, I just feel like it's a playground, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I ended up with, like you said, the dark colors is like I, I picked colors and in, in fonts and things that kind of felt moody and fun to me, you know, and it's like, while I don't have, um, you know, the defined sacral, but it's still kind of at the end of the day, you know, human design aside, um, you have to feel good about your branding and, and your the business that you're showing up every day in and you have to feel like you know you're excited to show up every day in it because if it doesn't feel authentic to you then you know you're never going to succeed with with selling and it's always going to feel gross to you and and if you have that defined sacral it's always going to be this like ick and just ugh, I don't want to I don't want to be anywhere near it I don't even want to show my face with it so it has to be fun for you for so many different reasons, but truly, you know, following that to, to build, um, in your business, you know, sales offers, things like that, because if you get excited about them and they light you up then your audience is going to want to be in your space, in your energy, because they're excited to learn from you. So it goes so much deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does. It does. And, and I agree about being excited about what you're putting out into the world. I guess what, what I would add to that is 
that your brand and your website and your Instagram feed and, and your pictures and marketing, try not to focus on getting it perfect because yes, it's an expression of you and it's something that's always going to evolve, right? I just today got a notification from when I was starting my business and I was going through my life coach certification six years ago. It was the Facebook memory of my very first photo shoot. I had no idea what I was doing. No idea what I was doing, right? And I didn't know human design at that time. I, I maybe knew that I was an Aries, but like I didn't have any of this information and yet it didn't stop me. Mm-hmm. And when I look at my, you know, the, my branding now compared to that, oh my God, there's an evolution, there's a refinement. But again, like if I would have waited to nail it, I never would have gotten started and, and I wouldn't be here six years later. So yes, let it be an expression, but also know that you can move on this without needing it to be picture perfect because what speaks volumes to those of the, the women in your audience who do have online businesses, what speaks volumes, honestly, it's not your branding. It's your leadership and who you are behind the scenes. It's who you're becoming. That is what people feel. Not the colors, not the photo shoot. Trust me. And it's sexy too. I love watching, you know, the the evolution. I love watching, you know, even the the year or two before versus now. And it's like, you can always tell, um, especially when a woman is more embodied and you can totally. see that when you get excited about it. It's like, oh, I, I love that that's happening for you. And it's like, I want to be, I want to learn too. And I want that for my own life. Um, mm. I love, I love yeah. that. That's so, and in that, just to really mirror that back, that that's so true. My, that first photo shoot picture, I was in a coffee shop. I had this like buttoned up thing with my little cup of tea. And I was like, and my most recent photo shoot, I've got jeans and a white blazer with no bra on. It's like, oh, that's an embodied woman. But that version of me, I freaking love her too, because she showed up despite knowing what the hell she was doing. So let's honor all of it. Yeah. And that's she put in the work, even though like you said, I didn't know what you were doing. She, you know, put in the work and just kind of barreled through life. Very true. Like a, a, you know, a three or even the six, you know, prior to that kind of acting as a three, it's like, yep, I showed up and it was messy, but it was beautiful at the end of the day. You know, that's, that's your journey and that's authentic to you. And that's, that's amazing. So real quick too, before, and I know I took up a lot of your time, but I was curious to ask you about your chart um and kind of see for you and this is because I have these centers defined in my chart so I'm curious how it's different for you and kind of what this process has maybe looked like for you if you've done any work in those areas but what kind of deconditioning work if any have you done in like your throat center or your head center mm-hmm. uh-huh still doing a lot of deconditioning. And from my perspective, we don't ever get to a point where it's like, check, we're done. Yeah. Right. Um, but what I have learned where, where I've got so much conditioning, but when I look specifically at the throat center, I guess that's what stands out because 
I speak. It's basically what I do for a living. I've got a really successful podcast. I'm, I'm on Instagram stories. I coach, right? And there has always been so much pressure to, to not just speak, but pressure to do. Do, 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 do. Oof. Yes. And what I'm working on is understanding that actually the more I'm quiet, the more I honor the silence and don't feel like, oh, well, every day, Monday through Friday, I have to show up and do a a face-to-camera Instagram story. And I honor that energy. I'm more potent. I'm more powerful. I don't blow my voice out. Um, and just, you know, realizing like, oh, I'm actually so much more powerful than just taking action. Oh, I can make things happen without just having to do, 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 do. That has been absolutely huge for the throat center. Um, and, and just like witnessing how rare that is to have a completely open throat. Yeah. And um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you know about that. And then with the head, it's, it, that is being mindful of all of the information that I'm taking on and realizing like what's for me mm-hmm. and what's not for me. So if I were to kind of tie those two together, a lot of it is about simplification and clearing out. And when I look at my digestion, I have a very primal digestion, which is like simple. It's like, so it's all related. Uh, So less is more with me. I, you know, and it's so funny because I feel like I'm the exact opposite with like the defined throat, like all three of these defined because I know, especially with the throat center, it, it's kind of like, it's not just speaking. It's very much doing, you know, and it's, it's kind of amplified, I feel like, too, when you have a defined root. So I'm always getting pressure to to write things out. Like, I could probably be like Albert Einstein and write all over my walls at some points. You know, like, that's why I have – I'm surrounded by notebooks, and what you can't see is piles and piles of paperwork on my floor. <laughs> um, and it's like I, I feel less that, you know, information that I take in, I absorb and kind of speak out through in my voice, but it's almost like, and I had to actually stop listening to podcasts for this exact reason, because when I listen to things or when I read posts online, it activates all, it's like firing on all eight cylinders. And then I can't keep up. You know, it's like, I have the voice to text notes. I have audio notes. I'm surrounded by information that just pours out of me, but then I feel like I can't keep up because but then I feel at the same time, too, on the opposite spectrum, it's like um, the more I do, the more satisfaction I have, you know, and I feel like it's very much that like fire energy in me, too. So it was very much, you know, finding a balance between, you know, I'm still firing on a lot of cylinders. And I know that maybe I have a lot from what I've seen and, and talked with other manifestors, like I have a lot more energy than than some would much more open charts, you know, and it's like how to channel that, you know, and especially during the summer when it's, you know, airy season hits, it's like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster and I'm just like strapped in and it's like, I don't know how to steer this thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just figuring out what works. 
Um, so it's so interesting to hear your, you know, perspective for that. And you really are the, the only person that I've seen that has the fully open throat center with no, no gates at all. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. It, it's, and, and quite honestly, I'm, I'm still learning how complex that is. Um, so I, it, it's, it's beautiful because there's still a lot more for me to understand. And I, I guess to just kind of sum all of this up and to support your people, it's, there's like, there's never a point where we get to where everything is all figured out, you know, and, and I'm not the kind of coach or leader who comes here and is like on a pedestal and is like, well, it's this, 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 and this. I love being a student. It's, you know, my, my business and what I, it's not just something I do like, this is, this is me. This I've devoted my life to this. So it's like seeing these little pockets where maybe, you know, there's more growth or you're hitting an edge where you're like, Oh, I want to shift this. Or you're looking at your human design chart and maybe feeling a little overwhelmed. Like we all have, it's just like, okay, this, all of this, like all that's here, this is an opportunity for me to grow. That's all this is. And when we move into it from this place of curiosity and play and like, Ooh, what's on the other side instead of, Oh my God, there's so much work to do. Oh my God, I'm never going to get there. It shifts the energy up completely. Right. And that's when we quantum leap. That's when we kind of, you know, collapse time is when we're learning to enjoy the process of becoming when we're learning to enjoy figuring out who we are and our human design and, and what we're here to do, right? How much fun, how much pleasure and joy can you bring? Because we're all literally, I don't care who you talk to, who you follow online. Nobody has it figured out. We're like, oh. we're all on this ball spinning in the, like, nobody knows, right? Yeah. We're doing the best that we can. And something that I have found is, is like, life is, life is a game. It's a game and it's experience. It, it's an experience experiment and the more fun and play and curiosity you can bring the better I love that and you know what too like you said it truly is um it's a game and it's like you know I, I feel like just understanding yourself um and I think I said this yesterday in a in a different conversation with someone um it was like you know he I I just want to know the rule book I want to know how the game works you know just a little bit like just give me a clue so I can play along and I don't feel like um you know like with Monopoly like you haven't won anything and here's this person you know that's winning the entire game and and they're you're like are you cheating like what what kind of rules are you playing by are you actually playing by the the game and um yeah it's just it's such a journey and, and like you said you, you'll never be you'll never get to a place where you feel like you have it all figured out. And even with the healing, with the, the self-development, it's just, it's always going to be an evolution of yourself and different understandings, different layers. Every year is going to, you know, take you a little bit further and deeper, you know, a little bit left more, a little bit right more. Um, you know, it's just, it's not something, and, and this, I can speak to this too, especially as a, a one line who, wanted to have it all figured out. I wanted to have all my notes before I came online with all my um, information, everything I'd soaked up through the years and, and like kind of identified and in trainings that I had gone through. It's like, I'm never going to feel prepared or like I'm expert level in human design, for instance, um, or even with 
the money journey, the the mindset work that I did for myself, um, you know, it's like I'm at where I am and every day I learn more and develop more. Um, but I'm never going to, you know, reach a hundred, maybe sometime in life, you know, but even in, in, even human design, it's, it's such a complex system. There's always new layers. There's always different understandings of it and different viewpoints and, um, you know, never feel like that you don't know enough to start or evolve or pivot. You know, it's just like getting in there, getting your feet wet is the best thing that you can do. I second that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've reached the end of my notes that I could, or the questions that I had, you know, I, I kind of go off on a tangent. So, um, but I loved my conversation with you. Um, and you know, there's so many different parts of your chart too, that I want to dive into, but I feel like I need to do research on, you know, like that curiosity in me always goes and I always want to dive deeper into, into charts and, and learn more, um, other than just like what I first look at. Um, but I feel like too, this is such a great episode and we, you know, have so much information here. This is definitely going to be a long one. Um, this would be great for a workout. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so tell me about what you have upcoming in your world or what's going on right now? You know, like, what are you really lit up about? What, where can people kind of join with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely check out my podcast, the Aligned Woman podcast. And come hang out with me on Instagram. I tend to be there. Um, there and my podcast is where I filter a lot of my energy in. I've got two episodes that go live every week um, on my podcast pretty active on Instagram, supporting my community and growing my community there. And two things right now. So I have openings inside of my private coaching. And then I'm also, depending on when your audience is going to hear this, I'm getting ready to reopen the doors to my program called Going Live, which is a program on how to launch, grow, and start your very own podcast. So this will be the, yeah, this will be the second round. I'm so excited um, to do that. And, and again, you know, it's, if, if you are hearing this, it's going to start at the beginning of October. So yeah, if, if you're hearing it and you want to start a podcast, definitely go check that out, but just come listen to the podcast, hang out with me on Instagram. I, I would love to connect with you to hear from you. Awesome. Do you have a set date for the going live program? Just curious. October 4th, October 4th. Okay. Awesome. Um, what I think I'll do is I'll probably do this lot. I'll probably post this for, for next week. So then that way it's before your program. So yeah. Um, and I'm going to link everything below in the show notes for anyone who's listening to, um, that way you can check you know, all of your, your space out, you know, the, the podcast, um, come hang out with you on Instagram, you know, follow along, um, and maybe check out, you know, the, the podcast program, if that kind of feels aligned for you, or, you know, that kind of sparks a little light bulb in you, like, Ooh, let me go check that out. So, um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and I, you know, hope this conversation, I can, 
continue or, you know, even dive deeper with you again some other time because I I love talking about this and I feel like you have that, you know, same kind of journey as I had, but it's so interesting to, you know, have someone who kind of understands that growth. And I feel like just so many women need to hear that message more, you know, and just really draw power from that. Yeah. Yeah. This was such a pleasure. And it, it feels like we've just been here for 20 minutes. I know. And I'm like, Oh, wow. This is so long. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe someday down the road, we can do a part two or, or something, but this was so amazing. And, and my, my wish truly is, is, is that it supports um, some of your people. And just thank you. It was an honor and such a pleasure to be here. Yay. All right. Thank you so much. Um, And yeah, check out Carrie at at those links. I'm going to link them below and we will see you guys again for another episode. Thanks for joining. Bye. You reached the end of another great episode of the Rebel Femme podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi on Instagram at For the Rebel Femme. See you again next week.